Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. For more episodes, go to www.footballpurist.com and you can also find us at iTunes. Welcome to another episode of a Purely Arsenal podcast. I'm your host, Jack Sessions, and I've got Neil Shaw with me. How you doing, Neil? Good to be back, guys. Thank you for having me on. Good. Oh, well, you yourself, Jack? All good? Good, mate. Back to winning ways and back in the title hunt. Exactly. Well, I figured you'd agree with that. Uh, <laughs> I've also got Mark Harrison with me. How you doing, Mark? I'm well, mate. Thank you. Um, you know, glad we're glad we've shaken off that 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 week of disaster and. Uh, Got ourselves back in the game, mate. So, uh, yeah, more more happy this week. How are you doing, all right? Yes, mate. I'm good, I'm good. Looking forward to talking good. about a win, finally. So, uh, it's been a little Absolutely. bit of time. Absolutely. Yeah, mm. man. Top, man. I've also got Michael Harris with me. How you doing, Michael? How you doing, Jack? Spending out lots of love to all the listeners. It's Valentine's uh, edition. Oh, oh listen to the charmer. Uh, we'll tight. talk about the, uh, the romance <laughs> of the FA Cup at some point, I'm sure. And other things. Um, so, yep, yep, yep. Good one. I like that. I like that, Paul, there. Very good. Um, yeah, we'll talk about Valentine's later. So, let's talk about a loving with a... Uh, it wasn't a great Arsenal performance, but it was an Arsenal win, and we needed it, especially after um, underperforming in, in recent weeks. Neil, if we go to you on the lineup, I expected changes because of the fact that, you know, big players had been underperforming slightly, and, and the fact we got Bayern Munich coming up on Wednesday. Well, only Gibbs to come in. Did you, were you surprised with that? No, I wasn't. I, I, it's something we've come to expect that, um, it seems that certain names just get selected, uh, no matter what's happening. I, I really feel for, uh, the players that tend to put in a good performance when they, when they do come in with their cameo roles and they don't seem to get a look in, uh, thereafter or the next game. It's, it seems to me that, um, a lot of it is based on, uh, price hierarchy. Uh, look, I'm, don't, don't get me wrong. For example, Ozil, I'm one of his biggest fans, always have been, even when he wasn't doing so well. Uh, you know, when people were saying that he's very languid and he doesn't seem to be putting the effort in, I always tended to back him. And even this, uh, season, I've always said that, look, um, he can have a couple of bad games, but if he pulls in that one moment of genius and we get a win or a, or, or a crucial goal as a result of it, then, you know, you've got to have someone like him always playing because there's no doubt in he is a world-class player with bags of talent. However, even I have to say, you know, the last few games, I just haven't really seen too much of him. It's just, it just doesn't seem to have been in, in his focus hasn't been there for me. Um, he played a bit better yesterday. Yeah, granted, but I just feel, I think teams should be selected along around surrounding performance. And if, if players are playing well and, and they're putting the effort in, I think they need to be given a chance because Let's face it, players thrive uh, when, when, when you're talking about players trying to uh, get into the swing of things, have that match fitness get a week in, week out. They've got to play. They've got to get game time. And that's what, 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 what it's all about. And if you've got players just coming in and playing bit part roles, they're never just going to, they're not, never going to get that rhythm or fluidity together. So I just feel that that's some, somewhere, it's a little criticism of, of the selection. And, you know, there are, there are the t- teams where it doesn't matter who the name is on the back of the shirt. If they're not performing, they don't play. It's as simple as that. Um, and in, I think it also gives rise to competition. Um, and also it, if, 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 for example, if someone like Oxlade has had a stormer of a game and then he doesn't play the next one, 
what does it do to the lad's confidence? I mean, I'm not saying, I mean, he had, he had, he had, he obviously was, he did start yesterday, but just using him as an example because it has happened with him in the past. So, but then we, what we were on WhatsApp and I just said straight away, I just wasn't surprised. I, I know that Wenger had, seems to have his, uh, favorites you know Gibbs Gibbs Monreal I've always said are very inter- interchangeable I don't think there's much between the two of them probably I'd, I'd put Gibbs slightly ahead at the moment now so but other than that all all around the park I just wasn't surprised you know I'd like to, I'd like to see more of Lucas I'd like to see more of Welbeck that they, they seem to be have that fire in their belly at the moment they can add something different Theo was surprising but it was sorry not surprising but I thought he shouldn't be playing or he should at least have been on, been on the bench and maybe given one of the other lads a chance so Disappointed, but not surprised, Jack. Yeah, no, well summed up. Um, Mark, what do you think? I mean, we, we won the game. How do you feel about the performance? Um, I, I can't say I was enamoured with the performance. I think it was, it was, it was okay. You know, we we won the game. I think that's pretty much that. You know, was what yesterday was about. You know, uh, there was a tension around around everybody and around the ground, and um, you know, I think the players certainly felt that as well. It's you know. It's what's what goes with with supporting Arsenal and um, what what Arsenal have created essentially over the last three or four years, where we lose two games and it literally is like you know the the world's ending and uh, everything's everything's bad in the world and uh, you know and, and and I think that transmits to the players. You know, um, I think Wenger's points in the week about being together and you know getting behind everyone and that you know that there are undertones in that that tell me you know he's exactly right because it literally is you could you could you could feel it even you know the players that they just looked all a bit frigid at the first 20 minutes 15 20 minutes it was all just you know very very tetchy and every time Hull got the ball and went forward there was like a gasp in the you know in the ground and it was just all I just felt you know it's just the the the, tr- the 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 pressure that's created by by us losing a couple of games. Finger touched on it as well after even, um, and I think yeah that alluded to a performance that was was okay. You know they they got the job done, a couple of good spells. You know um, I thought Oxlade was was head and shoulders our best player again, um, and yeah you know it was it was it was fine. You know we got it done. You know the goals weren't. <laughs> weren't great were they you know the first one was a was was a hand obviously you know but, but you get some of them you don't get some of them um and then of course the you know the, the pen which which was a pen so uh but i tend to agree with neil i think that when i looked at the lineup i just after, you know you just think to yourself what what have people got to do to to be dropped if you like you know how, how does how does walcott get get in the team after that hiding at chelsea you know how, how does he do that you know and you've got perez and Welbeck that seem to be fighting Exactly. Fighting to get get in the team, don't and don't get a chance. There's just no, you know, we were touching on it last week, and um, you know, I don't think we were overly negative last week. I think we were we were dissecting dissecting what the what the situation was, but but you know, these players deserve a chance, and um, we were talking about accountability last week, weren't we? And and how there's there's no accountability. Well, you know, yeah, fine. We lost at Chelsea, and that, um, you know, and and that the result was the result, but. Certain individual performances there not only let the let the manager down, they let the club down, and um, Walcott was one of them. You know, he went and hid for large periods of the game. You know, Ozil Ozil was was pretty poor. I, I do think Ozil's out of form. We touched on that before the pod, but again, he he didn't put in you know put in the, the collar. You know, as far as I'm concerned, these players have to understand that it's not just about every week you're going to get back in the team, and that comes obviously from Marsden, but. I would like to have seen Welbeck, and I, I, I agree with Neil. I'd like to have seen Perez as well. I mean, he was really annoyed yesterday, Perez. 
I don't know if you noticed at the at the whistle, but like they got. He went straight down the tunnel, didn't he? He marched. He marched down the tunnel. Honestly, he 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 had a march on, mate. He weren't happy. Um, you know, he's not getting enough football, and I think when he's coming on, he's showing that he's ready as well. You know, he looked so sharp when he came on. That ten minutes he gave, you know, was 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 outweighed Theo's seventy five. You know, surely someone sees that. You know, and someone, you know, I'm sure Walcott's big enough to take it on his shoulders. That by the way. You know, you've got to, you've got up your performance levels, mate. You know, sorry, you're not in this week. You know, take your chance when you get in, lads. You know, that's what it's about. And I didn't see that, so you know. But getting back to the, getting back to the to the question, we got the, we got the game done. We needed to win yesterday, Jake, and uh, you know, just to stop that that whole sort of negativity pressure building in in the media. Um, we just need to st- to stop it there and then, and, and we did. We got the job done, and I'm just very relieved, to be honest. Yeah, Mark, 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 yeah. don't you feel it's a bit of a worry as well that, you know, you've got players that are, seem to be doing so well when they come on for these bit part performances and then just being overlooked? You know, what, what does, mm-hmm. are they going to have that motivation to stay at the club? No. I, I know, I know, I've always said, for example, Perez is a very no-nonsense kind of player. He, he, he comes yeah. across very professional, just gets on when, when he when, when, gets on with it when he turns up. Uh, when he scores a goal, his, his celebration is a little bit muted. He just, you know, then straight back and gets on with it again. And I really mm. like that about him. But, you know, there, there seemed to be a little bit of emotion from him yesterday. Um, yeah. And yeah. You know, I, it, it would be criminal to lose players like this because there's something about someone like him. Even Ox now, who's playing so well, even, you know, he was substituted. We'll talk about it later, but mm. I didn't feel there was any reason for, to substitute him. For me, he was a man of the match yesterday. And yeah. I, I, I don't understand it. What, why? they're playing well they're doing the job so they're built and they're fit enough to last 90 minutes why why, why not just keep with them if they're, if they're having a good game and yeah. my worry is are we going to you know be have that fragility in, in keeping these players I, I don't know I'm, I'm just a bit concerned with it well I don't think someone like Perez will wang around too long personally because you know he's at an age where he needs to play he's 29 and uh you know, he's he's pretty much at his peak. You know, in terms of the seasons he had in Spain that that inspired us to buy him. So he he was kind of ready to play. You know, more. I'm not saying he should start every week, but he should certainly get a chance. Yeah. And he hasn't he hasn't had that, and when he has had the chance, he's coming and look really good. You know, he's on he was on for ten minutes yesterday. You know, he really livened up that that role. And he's been played well out of position as well. You know, put him yeah, on the right. Yeah. You know, That's right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, but he still he still calls some trouble down there and then he, then of course he, it was his goal I mean if I didn't put his hand out he'd have scored mm. as well you know so you know and then to be, and then just to get 10 minutes and, and then you know and then it'll be the same again next week and you know I mean obviously he'll play in the FA Cup yeah I don't, think, I don't think it's enough for him I think he deserves a bit more and um, I agree you know, and we've said it this week as well we you know with Ox Ox has been our best player I think three or four games and that's right you know, so if he doesn't, if he, to me, I hope he was taken off yesterday because he's going to play on Wednesday. You know, that's what I'm praying. Yeah, it could be. If he doesn't play mm. on Wednesday, I think it's an absolute joke and I will be fuming if he doesn't mm. play. He's, mm. he's our most informed player. Out of the whole squad, I think he deserves it. So Yeah, we'll no, see. no, I agree. We'll see. Yeah. yeah, we'll see. We'll see. He's been the shining light in the last sort of three games where we've, where we've struggled. I mean, he's best player against yeah. Southampton, wasn't he? Probably best player at Chelsea yeah. as well, wasn't he? Yeah, so definitely. it's just... Um, the worry with Lucas Perez is that maybe we don't really know how much faith Wenger has in him. I remember when Welbeck came mm-hmm. back, Wenger said something odd. Like, he was like, well, I didn't expect Welbeck to come back and still have all this amount of options with Lucas. And he mentioned mm-hmm. specifically Lucas. And right. we, we, we also thought when we signed Lucas that maybe he wasn't Arsene Wenger's first option. So yeah. we don't 
We don't really know. Is it another Joel Campbell situation? We don't really know. Exactly. Do we? Please don't. Please, please don't. It's a bit don't. early, but, yeah, but we, don't, we don't know, and he's not been playing as much. Hopefully, he's, he get a lot more game time um, before the season ends. But, Michael, let's bring you in. Um, how did you feel about the game, and, and do you feel, as as the boys have touched on in the lineup, that certain people should be slightly aggrieved at not getting a start? Is there a, is there a hierarchy issue, you know, with the likes of Theo? And we'll get on to Ozil in a little bit. Is there is there a hierarchy issue, do you think? Yeah, there's definitely a hierarchy. There's definitely um, a pecking order. Uh, I think we've mentioned it a couple of times in the past that if someone, a particular player has been out for a few games, injury or whatever, um, as soon as they're fit, they'll be sort of jettisoned straight back into the team, you know, or just thrown straight back into the team, I should say. Um, you know, talk about someone like Ramsey, who, you know, there's been times where he's been out and, you know, he gets thrown straight back in as soon as he's able to sort of walk again. Um, the only thing I can maybe say, I mean, I totally agree with the guys in regards to someone like Perez and Welbeck, um, who, whenever they've had minutes, they look like they're, they, they're actually got the bit between their teeth. They, they want to, um, influence the team and the game in a particular way and you know in a positive way but the only thing I can maybe say with the fact that Frenger keeps on playing Walcott and especially Ozil is he's probably trying to get these guys um into form you know he's probably just playing them because he knows that he's got the Bayern game coming up and then after that he's got the Liverpool game um you know shortly after the Sutton game that's the only thing I can think that he's trying to get these guys into playing them and just trying to get him into form you know try to catch all both of them were doing at the start of the season uh, when, when they were just sort of on the same wavelength. Um, I know that's not what certain people want to hear, and especially in terms of obviously like, like, like Lucas, you know, and he looked really upset when he came off yesterday, as you guys touched on. But that's the only thing I can think that he's trying to do because someone like Ozil, he's not going to drop Ozil, um, I don't think, regardless, because he's the sort of guy that uh, he, he can have an absolute stinker, but then he can just release someone to, to, to create an opportunity and, and I think someone mentioned that uh one of the staff mentioned that in a, I can't remember it was but he, he, his, his thing is you can't you can't you can't drop someone like Urza because he's got that, that ability to do something and just to unlock something and it could be I think Neil might maybe said it you said it a few weeks ago yeah I did yeah, yeah. You, 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 you keep someone like that on the pitch even though he might stink the place out but he's got the ability you know and, and we obviously want to see it throughout the you know sprinkled throughout the whole 90 minutes but Yesterday, he, his, it was his, it was his ball. It might have been a straightforward ball, you know, but it was his ball down the line, which, mm. uh, after the second goal, which, which led to the penalty. So, yeah, I just think that the possible reason why he keeps on obviously playing, you know, he's thrown Walcott straight in. Um, he wants to get Theo back, back to, to what he was doing before. He wants to get him into form before, before the big game on Wednesday and the same with Virgil. But again, it doesn't send the right message to people who come on. In the in a ten minute cameo and do more than what those guys have done for seventy minutes. Yeah, that's right, exactly. It's, uh, you know, that's what he's that's what he's paid eight million, you know, a year for to 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 make these decisions and to and to keep things balanced and happy and stuff. And uh, I think if it, if it continues, I think someone like Lucas will maybe agitate for a move somewhere else. Possibly. Yeah, yeah, it might happen. Yeah, he's got a lot of option in the squad and, he, and at the moment there's, there's bound to be people that feel aggrieved because we've not performed recently that's the frustration for me, frustrating thing for me we've not performed recently that's probably why Lucas is looking at it and going well if I can't get in the team now when we're playing this poorly and we're losing games when are you going to actually use me when are you going to actually play me so it's a bit I think, frustrating yeah, but... 
I think we all would have put money on him starting yesterday, wouldn't we? Like yeah. in, in some, in some, either on the left or right, you know, especially after the the, the Chelsea game, as exactly what Mark said with um, Theo's lack of performance, you would have put money on either him or Welbeck starting. And the fact yeah. that he the team sheet and they weren't there, it was like wow. But I can just only think the reason is is because he just wants to. He just wanted because you know got to remember you know Theo's only come back recently and obviously I know he got the hat trick in it Southampton but you know that was that was only a couple of games ago so maybe he's just just you know the game he's got the favourite thing you know favourite like I think he just wants to get him you know get him running so when it comes round to Wednesday you know he's got no excuses now really for he needs to have a big game on Wednesday which I'm sure he's going to start yeah I think he will as well yeah be interesting to see but um. Neil, early on in the game, um, no, well, sold up, Michael. In, early on in the game, um, you know, obviously first half it was like it was one-way traffic, but at the same time, I wasn't massively comfortable every time Hull got the ball and felt like we had a lot of space um, in the middle of the park as we have done all season, if I'm honest. And weren't getting a lot of end product. Alexis came close. Probably the biggest talking point, um, uh, uh, you know, midway through the first half was the first goal. Neil, um, thoughts on the first goal? There's a lot to talk about with it um, in terms of. Should the goal have stood, Neil, and um, your, your, your thoughts on, on, on the goal as a whole? Yeah, uh, yeah I, th- I think uh, it wasn't, look, just, just to quickly put, add a bit more to that, it wasn't the most attractive game that Arsenal played, but uh, without without saying too negative in this pod, you know, we did get the win, which was so needed. So that's the most important thing. Going, looking at the goal, um, you know, what Michael said, actually, it, 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 I, I agree as well with what he was saying about Ozil, because I think it was an Ozil, Instrumented in a one-two that led to that first goal as well with Wobi, and just before it, it, it reached um, uh, who, who clattered it, and then it then it went on to Alexis's hand, uh, which is completely yeah Gibbs. That's it. So I think there was a one-two that Ozil and Wobi were involved in getting the ball down that line and into the box in the first instance. Um, what are my, what are my thoughts? <sighs> Look, at the end of the day, I mean, if it played by the letter of the law, um, I guess it, it, it's, it, it was a handball that led to the goal. So can it be given or should it be given? Well, probably not. But there's two things in this. Number one, if you look at the linesman, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the replays, but he's got clear view, clear vision of that. And the the referee, that's the, the odd thing about it. The referee actually went and spoke to him. So he's getting the lino's opinion on it. If the liner's right in the line of it and has seen and he's seen it clearly, and he said to the ref, "Well, yeah, that's fine." Then, you know, I don't know what everyone's complaining about. Yeah, the whole players might have felt a little bit hard done. I, for me, just overall, we were probably, probably just just about deserved that anyway. The lead, um, and to be fair, the way I see it, we we get we get a handful of bad luck. I've always said it in the past. Every single football team, on the whole, they are going to suffer their, fa- you know, fair share of bad luck as well as good luck. This is one of these occasions where we may have got a little bit lucky if, if we're going by the letter of the law. But look, Alexis, there wasn't nothing deliberate about what he did. Um, it, it's just one of those things where it came off the goalkeeper at a very fast speed, just hit his hand and went in. Now it's not the Arsenal players' fault or, or the Ars- Arsenal as a club. It's not their fault if if the if the uh, adjudicators have given that goal and allowed it. And the amount of stuff that I've been seeing, uh, on, you know, by the pundits and and social media, like almost chastising Arsenal for you know, oh lucky Arsenal. This yeah, it might be a bit lucky, but how many times have we been unlucky? So it, it balances itself out. So I think overall we probably deserve the lead. Um, it's one of those things, you know. Sorry, sorry to the whole to whole as a club, but. That's football. It happens. You know, I'm sure 
even even in this season, we're going to get another bit of bad luck where we're going to think, shit, that wasn't a penalty, that wasn't a foul, and it's led to a goal. You know, it happens. It's just football. So I think it was uh, one of those ones, Jack, for me. Yeah, I mean, Harold Webb's spoken on it, Mark, and by the letter of the law, actually, by the letter of the law, it's it's yeah. a goal because it's, oh, it's, okay. it's it's too close. We spoke on it on, on on radio. This is the confusion. So I just want to sort sort of see if we can clear it up. I think I think he cleared it up, but there's a slight confusion about the the referee and why he apologised. But but um, um by the letter of the law, the the ball was so close to him, and it, the ball didn't make any movement to um, the hand didn't sorry make any movement no. towards the ball whatsoever. That's so it right. has to be given as a goal because mm. um he was it was impossible for him to get out of the way, and it was just um. A, you know, a, a free kick against his hand, and ricochet off his hand like ping pong and bomb, and went went in the goal. Mark, um, we got a couple of questions on it, and I thought I'd just mm. sort of add the questions in right now yeah. rather than uh, you know, we got um Samrid Suchi. Sorry if I pronounce your name wrong, mate. At Samrid um Z, what happened to refs being stripped with players being in their face, or is it just Arsenal games that's ignored? We'll come back to that one. Sorry, um, um, also Bandog UK says, what do you think about the ref? Breaking protocol and apologising to Hull at half time in the change room. I'll get Mark and Michael's take on it. But before that, by the letter of the law, Mark, it is actually a goal, isn't it? It is, yeah. I mean, you know, the letter of the law says that it has to be ball, you know, uh, hand, hand to ball. You know, you've got, you've got physically, it's supposed to be, you know, an intentional handball to give it, to give any handball. So there is no way on earth that was. You know, he's cleared it. He's his hands in position. Just as a stat in terms of standing, and it, and it's hitting and gone in. I mean, it, it, listen. At the end of the day, guys, it's one of them. And it, look, if, it, if it's against you, you would piss and moan about that all day long. How would you not? You know, because mm. it, it, he would, wouldn't you? But if it's for you, you know, you, you go well. It's at his end. You know, I, I, I don't see how sometimes they can never be right. The refs. You know, they are. Listen, we've 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 been critical of the referees on on the, on the pod for for a long time, and, and lot, a lot rightly so. But I just sometimes think, you know, that you are never going to ever please everybody um, in situations like that. You know, because you would be aggrieved if you lost a game to that. You'd be aggrieved if we lose a game. We went out of the Champions League to that. What would you do? You would be going ballistic, wouldn't we? Do you know what I mean? We literally would. You know, and 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 then even though even though someone says. The ex-referees sit there now, you know, as pundits and get paid, you know, and certainly talk about the rule. You would feel agreed, you know, and, and the fact of the matter is that is the rule and you, you know, you've, you've got to accept it. So it was, it was a, it was a valid goal. You know, they can't, they can't say it wasn't, but at the end of the day, you know, you, they were, they were showing angles of it on the telly this morning with the linesman. The linesman can see it. He's absolutely clear view of it. So whether he was good enough to, to sort of, Say to himself, well, no, that wasn't that wasn't hand to ball. That was ball to hand. I don't know, but it's a it's a real problem, you know, Jack. And um, I just think that they can't be right sometimes. But we we benefited, um, and a lot of the times as well. You can imagine if if that had been disallowed, then of course then then we'd be bad. We'd have been having the argument this morning. Oh no, you know, by the letter of the lot. So, honestly, it drives you mad in the end. You know, I think as Neil says, you've got to just take some. Rough with a smooth, to be honest, mate. And, um, you know, we, we benefited from that, although it's been proven to be a legal goal. So you just get, you get, get on, take it and move on, don't you? You know? Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if the rule, um, Michael, specifically for goal scoring, um, situations would, would ever change. Cause there certainly does seem to be some confusion amongst refs. Like if I always go back to the Hencho decision, you know, like in the FA Cup, where, yeah. um, 
Omri smashed it. He didn't intentionally put his hand there, but it was stopping a goal with his hand. And, yeah. and by the letter of the, the law, that is not a, that is not a um, handball either. And, no. and, you know, it's not a penalty. But it, because it's stopping a goal at that point, you wonder whether the letter of the law in that situation maybe should, should be altered. Um, what do you think about that law? And Phil Andrew a, also asked another question about what do you think about the ref going into the, into the locker room at halftime and, and actually apologising for it? Yeah, it's a, it's it's a bit of a mess. I mean, you know, as Mark Neil touched on, it's you, you go back to um, Highbury to the great days of Highbury. Where I think there was a time when Henri had the ball in the box. He was backing someone into the box, and he chipped he chipped the ball up against someone's hand, and and we got a penalty from it. You know, and and the guy's just had his arm down normally. He's just trying to defend it, and Henri chipped it up, chipped it against the guy's arm. You know, started appealing to the ref penalty. The ref gave a penalty. So. That wasn't the guy stopping the ball deliberately. You know, when we actually played, you know, so, you know, now, if that happened uh, yesterday, would, would the ref, would, would Clattenburg have given it? Um, so it's just all this, uh, tough, isn't it? All this, all this grey area, you know, yeah. you know, you know but I, I, all this, all this discussion just makes me laugh because, um, you know, for yesterday with the pundits and, and it's just giving them a chance to, to, to further the agenda they've, they've got. Yeah, and exactly, Michael. Anything controversial, anything slightly controversial, happens with Arsenal, you know, let's rub our hands and let's just milk it. Let's just milk it as much as we can. Because at the end of the day, Howard Webb, who is probably, you know, in the last few years, has, has been the best referee that we've had in the country for the last, you know, you know 10 years or so. Um, come, came out twice and said it, said it on the radio, like Jack said. Said it on, on BT Sport as well after, after the game uh, uh, as well. Said it, it wasn't intentional, so the, 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 the goal should have stood. I don't know what Clattenburg's doing in terms of going into the to the, to the Apparently, going to the whole players at half time because um, that means he's obviously seen it. Um, referees are not allowed to be contacted by; they're not allowed to have their mobile to them uh, uh, when they go into the ground. They're not allowed to have it on. Actually, not allowed to, to watch any replays. Not allowed to have TVs on. So he's obviously he's obviously seen the incident, and then for him, and then it's okay seeing it, and he's thinking, "All right, I'm going to try. I'm going to keep. I'm going to go to the mark. Got it wrong." One, you haven't got it wrong, let the law. Two, why are you um, telling them that now? Because that just influences the second half of the game. The, the whole players know that maybe I can go in a little bit over the top or someone, or I can appeal for something, and I'm going to get it because he's already admitted that he's fucked up. So there's so much wrong in that aspect. In terms of giving the goal, there's nothing wrong with it at all. It's, it's, it's a goal. Kishelny um, was almost the same as well, wasn't it, against, uh, against Burn, uh, where the ball just smashed against his hand and went in. He, he, he couldn't do anything about it, um, but it was a goal. It was an unintentional handball. So again, I just think it's because of who it is. It's well, well it's, it's it's one of the clubs in the big four, so it's a talking point. But because it's us, yeah, let's just you know fix again. Let's talk about it and, and, and you know beat a dead horse. It's a goal, you know. It, 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 that's, that's all we should be talking about. What we should be discussing really um, is Clattenburg's uh, behaviour. Uh, breaking protocol by talking to or saying that he got it wrong when he didn't get it wrong and then telling the, the whole players that, that he got it wrong while the game was there to be influenced, while the game, yeah. game was still there to be refereed. That's, that's, that's nonsense. That's ridiculous. Yeah, because then, then, then you come out in the second half, that ref, and then there's got to be a feeling, and I, I didn't sense it, but there's got to be a feeling of, 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 of balancing the books, if you like, if you're going to go ahead. He must have reviewed it or been told about something for him to go into the lock, for him to go in the change room. So that is really odd, isn't it? Yeah, 
Mm. You've got to say, though, I mean, there was a great opportunity for him to even it up when he could have sent off Gibbs, you know. Yeah. So we look at, yeah. we look at it, we look at the, oh, the referees, you know, and we get bad, you know, we've had a few people tweeting saying we've had bad decisions, stuff like that. Keep on, you don't get certain decisions when it really matters. But that, we've seen that before. That could have went, that could have went either way, couldn't it? That, that, that could easily have been, uh, a red It could have done. It could have uh, done, you're right. And especially after hearing what, what he got up to at half time, um, the ref. So, um, yeah, it, it's, it's, you know, it's a bit, it's a bit of a mess, really. They need to sort that out in yeah. terms of the protocol yeah. referees. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um, no, yeah, we'll, we'll move on from the ref, that, that, that decision. It just, it was a little bit of a talking point. Obviously, media's blown it all out of proportion, as I say, but there seems to be a bit of confusion about it. So I thought I'd discuss it, but, um, but we got the goal, Neil, and, um, that, that was the most important thing. We did deserve the goal, like you said. Um, you do earn your luck, I always believe, in, in, in the game overall, especially as the season that sort of evens itself out and you earn your, your, your luck. Um, Neil kind of felt like a huge um, sense of relief when that goal went in. We had a lot of empty seats in the crowd. Were you concerned about that? And um, and um, it was a little bit of relief. It felt very nervy and edgy, didn't it? It did. I mean, I, I mean it's difficult for me to comment, uh, comment on the actual atmosphere because I wasn't there, but... Looking around the ground and seeing empty seats, I, it always saddens me. I'm, I'm not going to be critical because where does it get you to be critical and say, what are these fans doing? And But I've always believed in, a, in the 12th man, i.e. the fans, uh, getting behind the team. I, I've always said, like, all of you guys agree that our home support really is needs to be improved it needs to we need to get behind the team I know there's an argument that the team should offer us something to then get behind them I, I get that completely but we're all we're all we all want the same thing no matter who you are whether you're a fan a player a backroom staff a manager you know we all support Arsenal and I think we all can contribute um to that success and I think it's got to come from the fans as well. And, and that's, that's me. I've told you so many times when, and don't have a go at my singing voice, but when I've tried to sing, I just get dirty looks. People look at me and sort of say, you know, what the hell are you doing? I, I can't believe it. I know it's the complete opposite with the away fans. You know, I, I have to give them loads of credit because they make so much noise when they go and watch the games away and they get fully behind the team. I just don't understand why we can't replicate that at home and seeing all those empty seats. I mean, I don't know whether it affects the players or not, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe I would if I was a player thinking, hang on a minute, where's our support? And there's an argument to say, well, it's their money. They can do what they want if they want to pay for a ticket and then protest by not turning up because they're not liking what they're seeing. It's, their, it's up to them and it's their money, but that's just not me. I, 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 I'm one of these people that will get to a game and stay there until the end. I won't walk out early to, so I don't I avoid the crowds or the tubes or the trains or whatever it is. You know, for me, it's about the whole day out and getting behind your team 120% uh, and being there. And I, and I just feel that I hope this isn't a sign of things to come. Uh, you know, there's lots and lots, lots of talking points with surrounding the manager as well this week. And I just hope this isn't a sign of things to come. We are Arsenal. We are a great club. Yes, we might not have won all the trophies that we might like to have won, but we've got to stand together, unify and, and, and just be a, a single entity moving forward and, and, and trying to grab that success. And all right, maybe not necessarily in the form of silverware, but at least be up there challenging every season and making the world know that we mean business. And that is, that is what's important to me. Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, um, Obviously, fans, you know, got right to to be aggrieved, etc. But yeah, it's nice to see a full stadium, isn't it? But um, 
Yeah. But you know, it's their tickets, their right to it. It'd be nice to see, see um, someone else grab it. I'm guessing I, I know loads of people that just would beg to go to a game. So, exactly, Jack, um, exactly. You know, a bit, a, bit, a bit unfortunate that. But, but, but no, it's their right. And, um, I mean, moving on to the to the second half, really, Mark. I mean, we had a lot of chance in the first half. Um, Alexis sc- screwed one wide, uh, but we were one nil up. Second half, again, it was it felt very much like we were we were too open when we were allowing Hull to get the ball, and we, they had that they had that chance that Michael touched on. That do you think it was a sending off for Gibbs? Um, it was we were certainly lucky. Mustafi and Mast- uh, sorry, Koscielny and Mustafi made a huge. Um, calamity before it got to yeah. Gibbs. It was just um, no talking whatsoever, was there? And uh, um, do you think do you think we, we we were lucky there? I think we were. Yeah. Um, I, you know, to me, I, I would be screaming for a red card if that if that was uh, if that was the other way around. You know, I mean, I don't see how it, it isn't a goal scoring opportunity if Gibbs doesn't do that. You know, if if he if he doesn't make that challenge, he's he's gone. I mean, he was he was you know he was over his head. So. I just think we were we were really fortunate there, yeah. And even I mean, even Gibbs in the interview didn't he said I took a chance, you know, because uh, I knew I knew that he was through. So I mean, he, he, when you hear that from the player, which is you know uncannily honest, um, you know that you, you you've got away with one really. Um, I mean, he was he was a pain in the ass all game, Mark. You know, he re- he really was, wasn't he, Markovic? He was he was decent, you know. Um, yeah, he was. Yeah. Liverpool sort of outed him, didn't they? Didn't want to know. Thought he was a waste of time. And uh, for a minute, you know, I thought from from the start of the game, he, he looked lively. Every time he got the ball, he was being really direct and go, you know, going at us. Um, and he was causing us problems. And uh, that was that was another one. You know, he continued to do that in the second half. You know, breaking down the right, breaking down the left. And you know, I felt very uneasy in the second half. You know, it was it was like oh, let's, let's let's try and get this second goal. Because I can see, you know, the old famous one, you know, one all bang, five minutes to go or something, they pick us off with a, with a sucker goal. And I was really, really nervy. You know, I don't think the second half we enamoured ourselves with, with, you know, tremendous amounts of good play. Hull, Hull you could tell Hull were very much in it in terms of their, their, their opinion. No, they were getting the ball. They weren't, they weren't even on the back foot. I mean, when was the last time a team of that, let's say, of that stature, right? I no disrespect to Hull. But to that of that stature, one of the one is seen as one of the lower teams coming out possession us. They they had fifty one percent of the Emirates ninety minutes. I, I could not believe I saw that. You know, I, I know it's not all about possession anymore. We that's all changed. But nevertheless, you would expect any Arsenal team at home to hold to have more of the ball, wouldn't you? Yeah. You can't you can't believe that whole city. You know, who are who are down the bottom. Come to and, and add fifty one percent of the ball. They had the ball more than us, and that, that that astounded me yesterday. But that was, such was their their confidence. They weren't scared. You know, they were like, well, let's just have a go. You know, we can get a goal here. I think that manager they've got, by the way, is a decent manager, and I think he's instilled that in them. You know, that, that that they can go and go and compete. But yeah, I mean, until that until that came, well, I was on I was on on my on my nerves. I was I was on the edge until the penalty came. I I, I wasn't ever settled, ever settled because you could just tell that. You know, we were still playing with that sort of real tetchy nervousness. It, it, it transmits to the team. Mm. It's not the he, first time he's done that. Shit. Yeah, Mark. Are you what, mate? Sorry, that that manager. He he beat us last year, didn't he? Um, yeah, Olympia Yeah, so yeah, he's, oh, he's, yeah. He's, he's got a good he's got a good reputation. You know, I like him. Now. I like him actually. 
he's bought some uh, you know he's bought mm-hmm. some players that we we haven't we don't really know and he's you know everyone was like going, well how can he how can he sell his best players you know off he went to West Ham didn't he Snodgrass and everyone's like well that's it they're, he's the only player doesn't he think well no he's that's completely not true and they've showed some form in recent weeks you know let's let's not forget they beat Liverpool. Right, you know, and they picked up points against Man United as well in recent weeks. So they're, they're not mugs, you know. And uh, I felt that they they came there yesterday with a real belief they could get something. And until the penalty, I I I, I was nervous. So you know, um, it was. But yeah, definitely the Gibbs thing, mate. I tell you, they were. I crowded the ref. You know, you can always tell by the players' reactions a lot of the time, can't you? Them sort of things, penalties and stuff. And Jesus, did they get round him? There was six of them round him. So what? How can you not send him off? Yeah. Uh, so very fortunate, very fortunate. But the please. direction yes. of the ball, sorry to interrupt. Um, the direction yeah. of the ball is probably what saved it in the end, isn't it? It kind mm, of maybe. went back towards. I think Bellerin, maybe our fullback. It went maybe. back kind of towards him, and 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 that might have been maybe what saved him a little bit. We were yeah. lucky, I think. It was the last man, though. He was the last yeah. man. You're right. <laughs> he was. But this manager, this manager's got to be all right because. Uh, Phil yeah. Thompson and Paul Merson say he's not, so he's got to be quite. Oh, in that case, he's a genius. Yeah, so you know, just if, as long as you go with the opposite of those donkeys, sure. uh, he's got he's got to be he's got to have a chance. And he, they've got five lone players playing, which is the max amount wow. that you can have yesterday. Five, five nice. lone players starting, which is um, which is quite incredible. I've not sort of seen that before, but but we did. We got away with it. And like Mark, I felt I felt nervy, Michael. I felt um a little bit tentative. And although we looked like we could get another at any moment. The, the possession stats, they don't usually concern me, but because I look at the whole, um, you know, we had a, another new midfield partnership. Cock and Ox had played once before, I guess, together, but, but we don't seem to dictate like we used to, um, Michael. And it's so shocking, isn't it, that we've not really found a midfield partnership since Santi Cazorla that's really worked for us at all. And that was, isn't that incredible when you think of the, the, the amount of options that Wenger has there? Michael, we've not settled on. Obviously, injuries have cost us a little bit, but we've not settled on any sort of partnership, have we? No, um, I think when and the frustrating thing is when we seem to have uh, landed on a uh, partnership, it's been disrupted either by injury or or suspension. Um, I mean, you know, touching on the possessions uh, of yesterday, I mean, it just seemed like the whole the last couple of weeks had got into the guy's head and they just wanted to make sure they sort of hung on a little bit and sat in a bit deep, um, especially as, as, as a whole was sort of coming down our left a lot. Um, and Awobi just looked like he was dead on his feet. But I think that just was down to the, um, the nerve of the situation. We just couldn't afford to... To, to drop anything or drop any point. And, and, uh, I think that's probably why for that last period, the last three minutes, um, you know, Cole obviously had a lot of the ball and just maybe it's why it looked like we were more in control throughout the whole night. minutes, but it was that last spell. But I just think it is a frustrating because we have got enough midfielders in, in, in the squad that we do believe are, are good, are good or a certain level. But again, just because of, uh, Rich Jacker's, uh, 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 discipline, disciplinary record or, or, or Ramsey's injury one. Um, we just don't seem to have anything, you know, nailed down for a good period of games. It's all it's in bucks, really. And um, I, you know, with, it could happen again. You know, you've got Ox and, and Cochrane playing for a couple of games, and the likelihood is on Wednesday it's going to get broken up again um, because because Jack is probably going to come in. But um, it is a worry, Jack. I mean, it's something we've touched on before in terms of how. Yeah, we are. Things seem fragmented as soon as Santa Cazorla came out, came out of the picture. 
the same thing happened last uh, up. So, do you blame that on lack of uh, preparation or, 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 or know what, what we're going to do with that? Again, we don't seem to have one. We sort of fall upon one. It, it, it doesn't work for a couple of games. It, it, or it does work, and then all of a sudden something happens where we have to, oh, okay, we have to try this one now. And then he's come back in the picture. Um, you know, I think, I think Renga likes him. He's work rate and his discipline. So I wouldn't be surprised if he features uh, on Wednesday or, or starts. Because um, I think when he came on yesterday, he, he showed a lot of enthusiasm and uh, endeavour. But um, it is frustrating, Jack. I just hope this is the... This is the summer we actually get down to the bottom of it, you know, in terms of whether it's recruitment or, or getting Jack back into the mix. Um, we, we need to make sure that going forward next season that we're not in the same situation again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it will be. Um, it's going to be a really tough test on Wednesday, and we've got we've got we've got to be better in possession of the ball. It's it's as simple as that. We've just got to, we've got to control the ball better, and and we've not done it for such a long period of time. It, it makes me, you know, concerned for, for Wednesday night when we come up against yeah. a really good side. Like, we've been left wanting against big sides before, but... Yeah, I think, Mark, I think Mark picked up on it yesterday when, you when you know, you saw when he didn't have that much pressure on him, uh, Cochran had the ball, and, uh, you know, it wasn't it wasn't the greatest distribution, was it, uh, Mark? Uh, oh, my word. What no, he was doing. It wasn't. He's been poor since he came back from injury. Uh, yeah, he just, He's yeah. been a bit off the, off the pace, hasn't he? You know, and you think, you know, you, you, you're going up against some big boys on Wednesday and um, you do, do stuff like that and you can actually get absolutely good. So you just have to sort yeah. that out. Got to be better in possession. Absolutely got to be. Um, No, no, good points, Michael. Neil, going on to the, you know, we, we had chances. They also had a couple of chances. Check made a couple of decent saves. It was worrying. Um, finally, you know, made some late substitutions. Lucas and Welbeck seem to be coming on at the same time a lot um, at, at the moment. And, and Neil, we got that. That second goal, there was no doubt about that handball, was there, Neil? No, no, thank. <laughs> I'm glad, glad there wasn't. It was able to re- repeat myself again, but no, there wasn't. Um, that was um, uh, that was a, it was some good play as well earlier on, which led to that. But uh, I don't know what the goalkeeper was doing. Blimey, that was uh, uh, obviously obviously good for us, but I don't know what the hell the goalkeeper was doing. But. Uh, Sanchez still managed to be a little bit enterprising with it and uh, didn't panic because sometimes when you see the goalkeeper coming like that, it, although it seems like an easy thing to to do, it is, sometimes it might like make you a little bit over complacent and think, oh, this will be easy, but it doesn't always pan out that way. So, um, you know, credit to him as well to keep his cool and, and he delivered a fantastic cross to to Lucas. Uh, and as as we said earlier, you know, Lucas not getting any time, but even the even the few minutes he had on there, you know, he made a difference and. Uh, uh, it was a it was a good header, uh, and normally if, if that guy didn't you know change the position of his elbow to intercept it, that would have gone in for sure. Um, so no disputing uh, that decision. So no one can begrudge us that pundits alike and social media people or whatever whatever that you know whoever always seems to want to put a screw in or spanner in the works with Arsenal. So that was a legitimate and fair decision. And um, thankfully, uh, Alexis uh, converted it. It wasn't the most convincing of penalties. I think the goalkeeper could have actually done a bit better, but thankfully it went in and we got the result. And it really did calm some nerves because all of you guys were saying it was getting really nervy. You know, it, it, if if Hull had had their scoring boots on, because I think they did a lot of good um, penetration. They 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 were attacking us quite well. And uh, you know, on another day, one of those attempts could have easily gone in. Uh, if not for a couple of saves as well from Czech. 
and it could have so easily turned into one one, couldn't it? You were even saying it, Mark, during the game that you know this, this smells like one one all over oh, it. Yeah. Um, and you know we were all thinking, oh God, please no, we've really got to hold on. So having that penalty go in and be, and, be, and and you know giving us that win was absolutely vital, not just for for yesterday, but now hopefully going forward because we've got such a big game. Well, we've got quite a few crunch games, quite quite mass, massive games coming up uh, in the next few weeks. And we want to still, you know, I know the title now is, you know, barring a miracle, we, we probably, we probably got to say goodbye to that again this season. But we're still in, let's, let's face it, we're still in two cup competitions and we still want to do as well as we can, even in the league and, 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 you know, finish as high as we can, as always. Um, and we've got two crucial uh, cup games coming up. So getting this win and just improving the morale of the squad, I think was so, so needed and so essential to the, uh, yesterday, Jack. So, yeah, thankfully, big sigh of relief all round. Yeah, uh, Alexis did really well for that goal. So kind of earned the penalty, didn't he? Got around the goal. Yeah, Great that's ball, right. Really, cause it's like five whole players coming back and it's only one place Correct. to put it, really. And, and Perez did really well as well. So um, it, was a, it was a nice goal. It would be nice if Perez's goal had gone in, but... But um, it was it was nice to see it. So, so yeah, we got the win in the end. Other than um, Theo Walcott's little bit of handbags with old giant Maguire, um, <laughs> there was wasn't a lot 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 else to talk about. I didn't I didn't feel Mark. Any, anything else that you want you want to touch on? It was a, probably the most I saw of, of Walcott yesterday. That um, <laughs> I quite liked it. It's brilliant. That our players yeah. don't kind of our players don't really surround when that happens. So they they don't really kind of back our. No, they take an age to get anywhere near us, don't they? It's almost like they would, they would happy, happily see Walcott get punched three or four times, and then they'll come in. Yeah, uh, they, uh, not not like the old days, mate. When one when one had a go, that was it. They were all in, weren't they? So yeah, no, we haven't exactly. got any we haven't got any of that anymore. No, no, hardly. But no, yeah, it was it was. Yeah, I did realise he was actually on the pitch then when he when he did that. So it was nice. Oh, to, uh, it was <laughs> nice nice to see him. Seriously, that was great. Yeah, I thought I thought yeah I thought he had Harry Potter's invisible cloak on. No, yeah. just, I didn't. I didn't see anything else of him really. So uh, yeah, carried on from last week at Chelsea. Really, I don't know what's going on. You know, but again, maybe, maybe uh, as Mike says, uh, I think it was Mike that maybe he's come back from that injury, come back with a bang, didn't he, with the hat trick, and uh, you know, maybe he's just 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 struggling a little bit again. I don't know, but it just with, with Theo, it always seems to be with the with the sort of effort side of things that he he struggles with. I don't know, he, but he's just extremely quiet and not really involved much yesterday. Yeah, so. Hopefully, uh, you know, hopefully he'll find his feet again quickly. But him and Ozil, um, you know, together, you know, we're almost nine men at times when we're, when we're without the ball. It's, uh, it's worrying. And as Mike says, if we misplace balls like we did yesterday and people don't show up in Germany, we'll come out of there out rather than, uh, having a chance in the second leg. And I think that's all we want. We just want to have a chance in the second leg, don't we, you know? We don't want to be out out of the out of the tire before before Thursday morning, and um, if That's... we go there, if we go there doing that, you know, people going missing and and just passing the ball to them in midfield, we will get killed. So let's let's yeah. hope we we go out there with a positive mindset and um, people stand up to their responsibilities, you know. So um, yeah, praying we that do, could, mate. That could have been it. That's probably something we haven't touched on. But you know, how many times have we? You know, everyone keeps. They're taking shots at us, saying, "Oh yeah, Arsenal get to the last 16, we bout, we get, we get done, and we're out." And it could have been, it could have been that, the, that some of the, the players yesterday would just had an eye on that, you know. Yeah, uh, maybe, maybe. When, and just, and especially with it being Bayern again, and then some, point. Some, 
and some of the stuff with Robin coming out talking about, you know, firing, taking shots or saying, you know, Arsenal only focus on getting to the quarterfinals, we focus on getting to the final. Yeah. Some of the things that are coming out in Germany saying, you know, almost like it's a given and maybe, just maybe, they just maybe, you know, taking their eye off it a little bit yesterday and wanted to make sure they're all there to, on Wednesday and, and put in a performance and uh, it, it could be, it could be that. let's hope it, that, that was the reason why. Yeah, let's hope so, mate. That's a great shout, actually. It's a good shout there, mate. Biggest um, game of our season, no doubt. It's, it's the biggest yeah. game, especially the way things are now. It's, it's the, without question the game that I care about most before the season Definitely. is up. It has to be. It has to be. It it's, is. It's, 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 it's it got to be. You've got every chance at this point, and we've got to, we've got to turn up. We've got to turn up, haven't we? It's season-defining, because if we, we did go out there and get a result, you know, we're, we're, we're a team of, of, you know, mental fragility, and... Um, I think if we got a result out there, it'll probably spark them on to go and go and play well in the league and then a cup and everything. You know, it's one of them for me as well as as well as give us the chance to not buy Munich out. And what, what more confidence do you need to have to be able to go and do something really serious in the competition and in the rest of the league season? So I do yeah. think you're right. I think it's the, I think it's the completely pivotal game of the whole the whole twelve months. It really is for for everything for everything. You know, it's, it carries so much more than just the game. For me, um, Arzen, um, you know, God, you can name it all, really. The confidence in the team, the players, does Sanchez stay? You know, there's, there's, there's 20 things. The fans, mm. you know, are they behind it? Oh, it's just, it, it's just everything. Imagine if we went out there and got a big result. God, it would be, it would, it would, it would give everyone a shot in the arm from, you know, from the fans to the manager to the players to everybody. And it might just give us that, com- the confidence that we need because that's all it is. It is in yeah. the mind. It isn't in the body, it's in the mind. And that's, you know, and if we could go some way to solving that, a result in Munich would definitely do that, I think. So, so, so Theo's lack of form is down to you, Mark, because just because he didn't pay you for your last session, you yeah, know, he, well, should have, he, should, he should have carried on the mentoring and it would have been fine, you see. I did, I did, say, to, I did say to him when he cancelled, you sure about this? Because I can't, <laughs> don't you slip it in your old ways, boy, you know what I mean? <laughs> It was the uh, it was the short sleeves, mate. He's breaking tradition. You can't be doing yeah, that to Arsenal. I, I weren't impressed with that either. I have to I say, know. he's come off the rails again. I'm gonna have, have to have a serious word. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I don't think Akers was either. No, yeah, no, I bet you he was livid. I bet on the sidelines he was. Yeah, with it's not done, is it? Captain decides, and that's what everyone does. It's the tradition of the club. Yeah, 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 there you go. See, well, there you go. See, that's the that's the problem. People seem to be doing what they want, don't they, at times? All right, but, um, there you go. Yeah, let's do some fan questions. Um, Michael, at Abbas underscore Galib, says, um, <coughs> All right, thanks for your question, mate. I like a Wobi. He'll be a brilliant player, but do you guys agree with me that Lucas should play ahead of him? Also got another question somewhere, I can't remember who from, saying uh, about a Wobi needing to be rested in order to fulfil his potential. We don't mm. want him to burn out. Um, Michael, what do you think about Awobi? I think he's very technically good on the ball, but but should he be playing this often? You know, he's probably going to start midweek as well, isn't he? Yeah, that's something that can always be thrown at Arsenal when he when he gets a young player, he he just believes them and, and and trusts them, and he and he plays them as long as they're as long as they're fit. Um, done it with Bellerin but, um, before that, he's done it with Jack as well, obviously, and we've seen the repercussions of that. Um, I think yesterday he did look a bit leggy that second half. Um, he was getting getting through quite a lot down down that side and Gibbs was getting in a bit of trouble. But um, yeah, he's technically good. So uh, I think in a game like Wednesday, you do need to have your guys on the ball who are going to be 
good technically, good under, good under pressure. Um, cause, you know, I think it's going to have Bayern if they still do that press, which Guardiola used to do. But, um, you know, they, I'm sure they're going to try and put on their, um, put on their, you know, put us under, under pressure as much as, as, as possible in that game. Um, but I, I would, I would probably stick with him. I think he had, did have a couple of games out of the limelight, um, a few weeks ago, he won't be. But, um, yeah, I mean, the option is, you know, you've got Lucas who's, who's chomping at the bit. So if he did come in, then we know that he's going to be on a, you know, on a mission to, 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 you know, now that, that face down possible. But, um, but no, I think he'd probably stick with him in the game because, um, he's done it in the past where I think, uh, Ox, Ox is probably best game, best two games for Arsenal. One was against Milan, wasn't it, in the Champions League play centre? And the second one, I think, was against Bayern away from home as well when we beat them. And I think that day they just could not deal with him, could not, could not, could not live with him. And, um, I think he might be thinking, hopefully, Awobi can, you know, on, on, on a stage like that, can, can, if he can, if he can bring back, you know, some of the form that he's had earlier on. Um, mm. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll, he's a kid that will sort of rise to it. And he, and he want the ball on, on Wednesday. He won't, he won't go hiding like, uh, the guy on the other flank, he'll, he'll, he'll want the ball and he'll, and he'll try and influence it. So fingers crossed that he does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hopefully, I think I'm gonna. I'm betting on him starting. Um, Neil, um, at Marble Halls TV says, what do you think about Ox in the number ten position? He's been looking good uh, recently in the middle. And I'm gonna throw in at Bob Lex's um, team for Bayern Munich. He says, what would your eleven be for Bayern Munich? He suggests oh, mate. four three three. <laughs> This is why I'm asking you it, though. This is why I'm asking you it. He suggests a 4-3-3 without Mesut Ozil and a midfield three of Cocker, Xhaka and, uh, and Chamberlain. Um, so, Chamber Ox obviously being in that kind of number 10 role with Cockerland and Xhaka behind, if you like. Do you think that... I know Wenger's not going to do it, so it's kind of pointless in talking about it, but do you think that could work at all? Um... With, with those three in the middle? Do you think, it, it just feels like we, you know it's another bigger away game now. We we get overrun massively in the midfield. Now I'm not saying Özil's mm. the only problem, but he's certainly part of that problem. You know he's not he, he's included in that midfield three at times, despite the fact that he, he pushes on a lot more. You know and sometimes he's almost a a false nine, but he's still included in that. So that you know is is uh, would we benefit from having another um, midfielder who? possesses the ball maybe you know under pressure a little bit better and also helps us stay a bit more compact at times when we don't have the ball quite possibly i mean it's it's just just answering it from mox firstly uh guys we you know we, we were talking about it just before we started recording and where i was asking you guys would you favor ox you know continuing in the middle for Bayern and uh mark you were sort of saying that you would love to see him play not necessarily in the middle but maybe on the right um but he definitely needs to be included so let's start with that first i think he has to start he has to start no matter what but i wouldn't be averse to seeing him in the middle because i i i from what i've seen of him when he has played in that position he does offer us uh, uh, that power, which I think we lack, uh, and, and he can can keep the ball at his feet. Um, something that he has struggled with and we've criticised him for in previous pods, but I think he seems to have uh, eliminated that weakness in his game, and he just seems to be, for me, one of their one of the, our, if not the best, one of our best players at, in, in form at the moment. And I think he needs to start, and I think he could just give us that something little extra in the midfield. So potentially it could work that way. But the problem is, as you said right from the start, Jack, uh, when when thinking about this question, is he's not going to drop Ozil. It's just not going to happen. And and Michael kind of sort of like 
played argued it for that as well by saying you know he's a world class player and you know he can he can give us that little bit extra even if it's only a couple of seconds worth and that could mean the difference between winning or losing or getting that crucial away goal at uh, Bayern and keeping us in the tie so that's that's the issue but if Ozil was to be admitted or kept on the bench, then there is a chance that something like that could work. We have been leaving gaps in the middle, and that's been keeping the keep you know leaving the, the defence susceptible to attacks and, and leaving them exposed. So um, why not shore up the middle, make it a bit more compact, and see if it works? And uh, sometimes you, you you've got to go against the grain and 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 try different things. Whether whether buying away is is the the game to do it, being such a huge huge game for us this season, probably now as you said. The biggest game of our season. Um, I don't know, but that's 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 what the manager's there for to to try and maybe come to a conclusion and sit and see what would work. But I just can't see past him leaving Ozil out. That's the problem. Um, and if Ozil's going to be in there, would, would I? Though? Yeah, would, would you? I? Would, I mean, would, would, I'm just you, saying. You, like, I understand Mark and Michael's points. He's a, he's a player of huge ability, and in hmm. big games, in big moments, you're going to play him. Play hmm. him. But in fairness. Uh, it's not just Ozu, it's all our team collectively. It is, we've it not, is. We've not been good in big games this season. You can look at the points total, you can look at the way we've played. Okay, okay I'll think, answer you, it. You know, okay. So something has to change. Something, okay, you know, okay. Is it, it, I, yeah, I'd leave him on the bench. <laughs> okay. Right, I, I, I would leave, I would leave in the gents. I mean, all right, I know this is a bit, it's, it's, it's not the best benchmark to use, but you look at our team that played against Southampton. And South, and I know Southampton made loads of changes, and I know we, you can't compare Southampton, who's made ten changes or whatever, to to Bayern Munich. I know that. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not being naive. But that team worked, in and there was the there was ten changes. It, they, it worked. Whatever, whatever, whatever we can, we, you want to say about who we played, that worked because we we were awesome that day. Um, it was one of the, for me. I, I know some people argued against it, but for me, that was one of our best performances, probably along with Chelsea at home. And so, why not? You know, and and I'm not saying you leave Ozil out the squad completely. You know, out the squad for the for the for the game. I'm saying maybe because of performances of late, I think maybe bench him and try something different. If it doesn't work, I'm sure it will become apparent quite quickly. And then we've got the uh, the option of bringing him on. But I don't. I just I just Wenger just won't do it. I mean, it's the same with Ramsey. I bet your bottom dollar, if Ramsey was fit, he would have played in these. Oxley wouldn't have been in the middle for these games he's been in. I oh, bet yeah. you. Yeah. The so, nice thing about Ox that he gives us that we really lack with all of our other midfielders is that drive to yeah. go beyond a player. You know, we don't like Wilshere kind of gave us that, but he, he really gives us that drive to kind of go. Oh, I'm going to take you on, and we, we've not really had that from any of our midfielders this season. I, no, I don't feel they've all did you see that? Did you sluggish on the ball. That's it. Did you see um, that one he did near the end of the game? That right from the right from the left hand side. Yeah, like he literally from from our from our from our from from our penalty box, literally all the way to the other end. He beat everyone. He just just no one could touch him. No one could get anywhere near him. And that's something some other 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 midfielders unfortunately don't really do much of. But he can give us that. And maybe that's why uh, you know thanks to the question from Bob Lex. But that you know it, it could be worth a go in <laughs> you know as, 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 as to see how it would work. But he just won't do it against Bayern. I'll be shot and stunned if he did that. Yeah, no, no, I agree. I just thought it's um. Discuss it a little bit, but I, I, yeah, I agree with you. Um, no good points. So, um, Mark, um, um, I'm gonna get you taken all of this because Eddie Moranza and at Sam I am underscore twenty one are asking for your midfield two against Bayern. Who would your midfield two be out of? Um, Ox, Xhaka, Coquelin, and El Nenny. I guess those are our options, Mark. I would, I would have Xhaka and Coquelin. Um, Xhaka. and Xhaka, Coquelin, uh, Ozil got to play. 
absolutely got to play for me. Uh, I'll take Mills' points on board, but for me, in games like that, he has to play. He's the person that can unlock anything that, that that moves. If if you know if he has the game that we we know he can play, admittedly he's been off form. I agree, he's been, but I do think he's been off form. Um, and I put I put some legs around him to to you know to get him get him on the ball more. And I I would I would I would take Iwobi out, and I would I would take. Uh, Walcott out, and I would I would move Ox to the right, and I'd play Welbeck on the left. That that'd be that'd be me. So um, you know you'd have legs all around all around the pitch, and certainly around around Ozil, because I think we just got to get him on the ball, and we need we need some strength around that. So for me, that 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 front front five, if you like, would be front six would be you know would be powerful. Um, but but you know. Just as a just as an aside, really, but yeah, that 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 for me, I I I think you know we we bought him Zaka Zaka for these sort of games, you know he's got European experience. Yes, I know he's had a problem, you know, with his with his head and being sent off, but I do think that he's a big player for us, and I and I have great hopes for him. And in a game like that, where you need someone that, that can get on the ball and stand up to it, um, and also he can, he's got a lovely pass on him. I think he he should play um, yeah. with, with with Coughlin. Um, and we should, you know, we should be trying to go there and 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 doing something positive, uh, and getting Ozil, getting Ozil on the ball, and ten, you know, let's hope he produces. But listen, there's no doubt about, as Neil points out, he's he's not been doing it, and um, it is a concern. There's no doubt about it. But I, I just, as as Neil also said, I don't think he, there's a million, there's not a chance in in the world that he won't play. Not a chance in the world. He's guaranteed to play in Munich if he's fit. Mark, Mark, I mean, I've, I'm the one that's always said that, you know, if, if, if yeah. Ozil has, you know, seven or eight, because, you know, there was all this discussion that he never turns up from the big games. Yeah. And yeah. I'm the one that's always, I'm the one that's always backed him. I've said, look, oh, I, know. I don't care. I don't care if he doesn't turn up for six games, but if he turns up for 30 of them, for me, yeah. and that, that, you know, that that's that's fine. But, yeah. but you know, I think I've just said it because I... I I don't know. He just hasn't really been uh, there, uh, and, and, I, I, and 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 I no no. I'm not even disagree. I, I, yeah, I think I, I think it's I just agree. one of those things where you've got to look at the current form, and if other players are doing doing better, I feel sorry for them. That's it. I just feel empathy towards them, and I just think, you know, some of these guys, you know, could you know, you they could be a revelation against someone like Bayern Munich. They they, they just could, but. Anyway, as as we all agree, one thing we do agree on: he ain't gonna. It's not gonna happen. He will play. No, he will, he will play. play. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. But no, it's a good point. It's a good debate to have, but it's, it's um, an interesting one. Uh, Glenn O'Glazer, at Glenn O'Glazer, um, one good, good guy came on the podcast um, a while back, says why Mesut Ozil wasn't subbed. I think we've touched on Ozil enough now, probably. Um, and it's, we, we touched on this one earlier, Mike, but it is staggering that he didn't even come off, in fairness. But um, yeah. especially, you know, I want to rest him for the buying game. I wasn't playing probably that well yesterday anyway. Could certainly have subbed him, but doesn't seem to come off that often. Doesn't seem to play as much as Wenger can possibly keep him in the team. But fair enough, you know, we ended up getting a goal late on and I think he had a slight part to play in it. So, what, you know, what can we say? But um, at Sam Ridd, um, Zed, Michael, we mentioned it earlier, said about players not being in faces. Now, do you think that's a purpose thing by Wenger not to allow Arsenal players to... To, 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 to collectively group together. It seems like we're, we're very standoffish in any kind of moment around a referee or anything, and we never used to be like that. Is that a, a direct kind of instruction from Arsene Wenger, do you think, or is it the players just not backing each other up, if you like? Um, I'm not sure. I mean, some people have said, uh, where, was, where were all the other players like jumping in and backing Theo up? 
Um, I think Cochrane was the only one that went over and was was actually calming him down, like you know, hugging him and put, telling him to like calm down, walk away from it, sort of thing. Um, so in that regard, you probably say it's an instruction, it's like to say, look, not to, not to lose your heads and stuff. But the funny thing was, after that period, um, after that happened. 10, 15 minutes after that, our heads are gone. All our, all our composure seemed to go. You know, but we just seemed to be, you know, uh, Shelney and, and, and uh, stuff. He was just knocking really risky passes, check balls, risky passes. So again, it's all down to the mental side. You know, um, it's a strange one, Jack. So it looked to me like, you know, they, they're all sort of in their own, uh, bubble. They all want to make sure that they're just going to keep focused and do what they have to do. Um, but I would have loved to have seen, Someone get get in the face, you know. Someone else get in the face of that guy, um, not just like let Pio do it on his own because he was there for quite a while. He was having a bit of a battle with that side. It's a strange one, but I just it's how the, the it's the characters, their makeup, isn't it? That's how the players are like. Nice guys, so um, probably don't want to sort of uh, um, spoil their good looks for all their models. Uh, <laughs> and stuff like that, you know. So, but no, I, I, I just think it's, it's, it's on purpose. I think they just want to shy away from all that stuff. They're, they're lovers, not fighters, like the Valentines. Um, um, there, there's, there's a Valentine's influence. <laughs> yeah, there you go. There we go. We got it in. We got it in. There you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't, don't touch the face. Um, <laughs> few more. Um, Neil. Uh, no, you won't want this one. I'm going to move on from that one. Um, thanks. Uh, <laughs> Um, John Brown, John AFC, uh, Guna, top man, guy, top man. Yep. Um, talks about Lucas not getting enough game time, which we touched on, but also says, "Do you feel we should be working harder with the ball and without the ball?" Me and Mark saw a stat, and we, we weren't very happy with it from some some dickhead Arsenal fan that said um, about you know Arsenal not running as much as other teams, no, yeah, that. games or whatever. I don't really touch on that too much, but just collectively um, as a whole, not necessarily running as such, but should we we work be working harder, Neil, um, without the ball? Perhaps you know we're not we, we are giving up a lot. We do give up a lot of space. That's one thing we do do. We we allow teams to to have more of the ball than we have done in the past, and and we give up a lot more chances. I think we're the, the team that gives up the most shots on goal out of the top six this season. I think I saw a stat that said that. Um, should we be doing more there, Neil? Possibly, yeah. I mean, I, I've there've been times when I've watched games and I, I feel, why are you just standing there? Why aren't you, you know, working off the ball as well? Then I mean, I'm not trying to. Again, it's not a criticism because, um, again, like you, Jack, I'm not massive on stats, but some if you do look at kilometres travel, you'd, you'd actually be surprised. You know, sometimes Ozil comes up near the top, uh, which you you you'd, you'd think, hang on a minute, it looked like he wasn't moving at all in certain games. But you know, we we we, we I think it's the coverage is there, but is it is it is it constructive is it constructive movement that's the that's the question and if if we are one of the teams that gives up a lot of space and and and, and is susceptible to all these counterattacks then maybe that's something that needs to be worked on it's not just it's all very pretty when we've got the ball at feet and we're moving it around as what the the general uh, ethos is with Arsenal and, and Arsenal Wenger certainly where you know we want to keep the ball and it almost play it like a five-a-side game but there's also something to be said about that off-the-ball movement. You know, sometimes I, I don't think Theo Walcott, for example, is an example. I don't know whether he, he's very productive with it. Sometimes he's brilliant and then he can just be the complete opposite in other games. And maybe, um, I'll, I'll probably give, let me give an example of this. It's when, um, for example, when I watched the European 
the European uh, Championship when Italy with 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 Conte in charge, and you know had this uh, aging Italian team, if I remember, and um, there was one one gif that that went on uh, social media, and it showed how they he got them to defend and the way they were they were moving. It was like an overhead shot of the players, and it was almost like you know watching I, I don't know it was like a shoal of fish. It was just so well done that they were all working together, whether they had the ball or not. And they, they, they were just, sni- you know, stifling any kind of attack out as almost as one unit. It was almost like they were all telepathic. And maybe something like that um, can be employed in, into, into, into our game. And so, uh, you know, that, that at least that we, we've got that coverage. Um, you know, this other thing about when, when, when we're susceptible to free kicks and corners and this zonal marking, I'm not so sure if I'm a big fan of all of that. I think I, I, it's, there's so many factors that can come into it. And I'm not a manager by, you know, and, and I'm not, and I'm not no expert on it, but you're right, Jack. Maybe something like that can be worked on. Um, as I said, as well as concentrating and focusing on passing and ball at feet and quick movements and one passes. Uh, you know, we, 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 we maybe should look at the off the ball stuff as well, because I think in games, in football at this pace, uh, and this quality, it's just as important for me. Yeah. Yeah. No, I agree with you, mate. I agree with you. It's, it's, a, it's a tough one, isn't it, to say, but we yeah. be more compact, especially yes. we're going to have to be a more efficient defensively. Um, and we've got, we've got the options to, to really break on them. Exactly. Them, but we, we've just got to be, got to be tighter. We've got to be, We've got to make it more difficult for them, haven't we? It just seems mm. to be a little bit too easy for teams to to pass our midfield and, and, get, and get a shot on goal. But um, at Cosmic West, I asked the last question. I think we've already we've kind of discussed Ozil, but she's asking if um, if Ozil was on the kind of form he was on last season with the current team selection he has around with him this season, would we would we have had a chance to win the to to win the league, or would we have gone and win the league? It's a hypothetical, isn't it? But I think. Um, don't know, Cosmic Webster. Maybe, maybe, if he was creating that amount of goals, you know, he was getting assists every game, wasn't he? Um, but our goals have not been our problem. You know, we're, we're, I think we're the fifth top scoring team in Europe or something. I mean, goals have not been our problem this season. It's, it's been, um, it's been, it's been, it's been, uh, we've been conceding too many, conceding too many chances, and we've been. Um, not, not dictating games from the field. It's getting that balance right, isn't it, Jack? There's always something every season that one part of the game is missing. Um, before is that you know we've had seasons where we just haven't had anyone up front that can convert all the good work we've done from you know from the from the back to to the through the midfield. So two thirds of the game perfect, and then just that conversion. Now this season we've got the conversion, but it's. Maybe you know the leakages and and the, the the question that we were just speaking about before and that space that we're giving up and so it's we always seem to be missing just that one element we're you know I, I've just felt for so many seasons we've been so near but yet so far we're so close to achieving that final getting over that final threshold but just something is missing there's this talk about mentality and the players focus and and their and, the, and, and their attitude and then there's also some technical aspects of the game so. I just hope that one day we can get it all right, all the jig, all the pieces of the jigsaw fit, and we can we can actually, you know, really push on and challenge in a big way in these bigger competitions. Yeah, fingers crossed. Uh, Wednesday. What needs to happen Wednesday, Mark, for us to get a result there? How do we need to, not personnel-wise necessarily, but how do we need to set up in order to get a result? What 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 are some big things that need to happen? Well, I think we need to we need to go out there on the front foot first for number one. If we sit, if we sit and try and just contain, I think we'll get picked off. I think we need to be, you know, not not completely ambitious, but we need to go on the front foot with a, with a plan, 
to you know attack when we can but 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 also keep shape you know for the first 15 20 keep your shape but be competitive and try and score you know let's not go there we, we you know we've been there i mean we've done quite well there at times you know and so it's not like we don't know how to get a result there and um you know i just think we need to we need to be positive from minute one and also everybody but everybody's got a show you know i can't believe i'm saying it because like you know i what, what, what more do you need in life if you're a footballer than going, going to play in a stadium like that in, you know, in the European Cup, for fuck's sake? I don't get what else you want to do in life. But, you know, but the fact of the matter is everyone's got to show and everyone's got to perform. There is, there are no, there's no room for passengers. They're up there, you know, there's no room for slackers. It's a case of everybody giving everything they have. And if we did that, there is no reason for us not to get a result there. We can get a result. We can get a draw. You know, definitely get a draw. You know, and if you put them under pressure, that, remember this as well. They haven't been that great this year. They're not like the Munich of old where they've been, you know, they're 15 points clear at the top and they've been a little bit fragile here and there. You know, they're not what they were. So, you know, let's, let's not talk ourselves out of it before we've even got there as well as a squad, you know, about, and then this is what we need. Don't we? we need this? We need somebody standing on saying, listen, you know, that, that this mob ain't, ain't, ain't all that. They're not what they used to be. Let's get out there and let's compete and give every sinew that we've got in our bodies. Because if we get a draw today or better, we've got a chance at home, which we haven't had for a long time since Monaco, second leg at home to, to you know, I mean, I'm on, not Monaco, we, we're at home first, but to, but to be at home the second leg and to, to, to go through. And I think we can. I don't think it's, it's, there's no reason for us not to. We've got the players, we've got the squad. It's just about getting out and doing it. But we've got it all rests on the away leg, doesn't it? We've got to be in the tie, you know, for the second leg. That's we just got to come home on that plane, knowing we've given everything, and we're in the squad, and we're in, we're in the tie to, to to win it the second leg. And I think we can. I really do. Yeah, I well, Spina expected to come back in, uh, Michael. Maybe a couple of other changes, but you expected to be kind of. Uh... In the middle will probably be most interesting. What, what do you think? Any key things that need to happen for us to win that game or get something out of that game and still be in the tie? Well, I think Mark has, has covered it all very, very well in terms of what we need to do and the, and the mindset the players need to be in. Um, just having that bit of belief and, and, and just professional pride, you know, just knowing that you're, you've been somewhere, you're playing a, a bunch of players who, yeah, you've, you've, you've they've turned us over couple of times but we've beaten them on their patch a couple of times you know they're players there who've got a good record against them i.e. I, Giroud who who seems to always pop up with a goal against them I'm not saying that he should start but I'm just saying he's got that in his locker if he comes on and has yeah. to feature at some point um, Ox which I touched on before one of his best games I think I've seen him play for Arsenal we've seen him play for Arsenal was at, at the Allianz Arena where they just they, they couldn't stop him they, you know every time he got the ball he was going past people like they weren't there um, so he's got that as well to add to the to the confidence he's got with his play. I just hope he's playing in some in some way uh, or starts, I should say. Um, but yeah, it's the main thing to make sure that we're, when we have that uh, the second leg in a couple of weeks in London that we're we're still in the tie. You know, it's not it's not three nil or three one or something. And you know, and, and we've we've been mugged off by a stupid bit of uh, a play again, or we've just given something away uh, like we have in the past in first legs. You know. Um, and like Mark said, I think we'll be in it this time. I just think, uh, I just hope the players see this as an opportunity, a real big opportunity. I think they hopefully see what they've got in front of them. And, uh, yes, it's been disappointing the last couple of weeks. And, 
all, all the stuff that the flat been taken. I think Ox that come out and said the first couple of days last week were really, really horrible. Um, they, they all wish they had a, a, another game to play because it was so bad. You know, they just wish they had a game to play on a Wednesday just to get out. Um, and, uh, yeah, I'm sure that this game would have been one of the ones that they said, well, look, you know, this is where we have to sort of stand up and, and put up our energies into it. And I just hope they do. I think if, if we do, I'm sure we'll come away with a draw or, 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 uh, a narrow defeat, but it's just all about that second be in the fight still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm looking at their uh, band list and their injury list. They look like they've got a pretty fully fit squad with Frank Ribery and Jerome Jerome Botain, the only players that are out. So obviously they've had the break nil. They've had they're going to be fresh. They're, they're going to up it 15, 20 percent because let's face it, their leagues are. You know, it's it's usually relatively a given that they're probably going to win the league. You know, obviously, like the boys said, they're not quite as far ahead this season, but. But, you know, they, they're going to up it again, aren't they? So we've got to expect the best Bayern Munich to turn up now, haven't we? And we, and we, we can't have any passengers, can we? No, no, we can't. For me, and I always see it, I, I, I can't stand the bloke. Uh, not that I personally met him, so it's difficult to, uh, you know, show hatred towards someone like that. But Robin, uh, you know, Robin is a pain yeah, in the backside and, and he's, he's, a, he's, a, he's an absolute arsehole, but he you can't deny that he can be so, so devastating um, and he always seems to up his game against us as well who who doesn't up their game against us that's the problem everyone loves to play Arsenal for some reason and uh, so but, but I think for me that would be the one he'd be one of the ones the key met players if we can keep him relatively quiet um, then we've got every chance but you're absolutely right we've got to be on it from the start to finish and we have done it before, uh, Mark. You're absolutely right. You know, we've gone in there. And we've we've got a result. Didn't did we win two 0 there a few seasons ago? Yeah, when, one when, nil, yeah. Win it, yeah. when we needed to win three, you know, we we were so close to getting those, getting that three three nil that we needed to progress. Yeah. So it's not it's not like we can't do it. But I I think uh, again, like you've rightly said, they probably don't have the pressures. Uh, that we do in the English league, uh, in, in, in their own league. I think it's a smaller league, isn't it, as well? I mean, I, I, I don't follow it, so I'm not 100% sure of it, but, you know, yeah, so exactly. So it's, it, you know, you know, it's, it, they don't have those vigors to contend with. So when they, when they, when they, when they're preparing for a big Champions League game like this, I think, I think they've got a little bit of the edge there, or for certainly from that point of view. But at the same time, our boys are, you know, the, 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 their fitness levels, the, the, you know, the advancements in training and, and all the rest of it, they should be up for this. And again, psychologically, you don't need to G up a, a player for something like this. You know, you, you, I'm sure that the three of you would love to play for Arsenal in the Champions League, wouldn't you, in a stadium like that? You wouldn't need to be G'd up. Um, you know, you, 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 you don't need the manager to tell you anything in that respect. You're just going to go out there and do it. And, um, as long as, as long as we show that professionalism and, and we're not silly and, uh, and, and, and again, speaking about the, the spaces that we, we, we do seem to have been created of late, if we can be compact and, and tidy a few things up, I don't see any reason why we couldn't come out of that game again again what Michael said either with a draw or, or a narrow defeat I think key is if we don't concede more than two and maybe get an away goal I think we're well in it I think we mm. are well in it um, but my only worry is I don't know if you guys agree I feel still feel overall this season we've played better away from home than we have at home and that is my worry um, but again Champions League it could be a completely different kettle of fish and we might turn up for both legs it's it's just about it's just about that 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 belief I think that self belief and and keeping one or two of their key players quiet and I think we should be okay. 
Please turn up. Just turn up. We could have, yeah. Yeah, we could also go there and lose 5 0 now, didn't you? Yep, we could. No. We're in that's, that, we're in the, that well, kind of place. That's yeah. the proof of it. That's the truth of it. If they scored early and our heads go down like they have done everywhere else, we've been away. We could yeah. be out of it. And that's my fear. You know, that my fear, that, that is my absolute and utter fear. We've just got, it's all about character, boys, and we've got to go, we've got to go and show it. We can't we start, it. we can't start after 50 minutes. We have no, to start from the first no, they've second. Got, they've got players all over the pitch that can hurt you. We've got to compete, you know. They've got Fidel, you know, they've got, they've got Ribery, they've got Lewandowski. Plethora oh, of players. They've got players all over the pitch that are, are you know, Alaba, fantastic, you know. So mm. we, we have to, we have to be at it. Because if we don't, we could, you know, we could, if we come out of there and we're out, then that is just going to really, Finish me off, I think, this season. I think I'll be... I'll no, I no, but, 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 but listen, I'm not saying we will. I'm just saying... No, no, I agree with you. Agree with you, Mark. No, I, 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 I think you put your hand in the jamboree bag, mate, and, and, and see what happens, honestly. That, yeah. that, that is it for yeah. me at the moment with him. You don't know thing, what you're going to get. Yeah, the only thing I'd say is the last couple of seasons when we have played uh, Bayern and we've gone out the the, the, the tournament, um, it's always been around the time where... well. Uh, we get a good result, let's say, or, or a positive-ish result in the second leg, and then that yeah. kicks the song, you know, to the to the rest of the season. We go on a run then, and we, yeah, and we, and and, and you just hope that you know the guys look at it in the right way and say, look, season starts now. Look, forget what's fucking happened before. Mm. Season now, because if like, like you said, Mark, if we get a result here, yeah, you know, even if it's a draw or, or or you know, or we or we just go out and we when we put we put a, a performance in and we're still in the tie. You know, that just brings us on. You know, the Sutton game then takes care of itself. And then we go to Liverpool, roll down there, and we, you know, we might, you know, so it, it needs to, they need to almost look like, this is it, this is a clean slate. They all, they, all they've got to do is look at each other in that dressing room before they go out and say, look, let's just fucking go out there and do something this tonight. Yeah, great. They don't even need a fucking team talk. Like you said, they don't need a team talk. Because if you go right. today, we lost 5-1 to these, what, a couple of seasons ago. Um, at, at their place, we lost. We lost. I think we yeah, we lost five one. I mean, Seriously. It, and it was like you know, it was like men against boys in certain point. You know, you think you've got that in in, in your mind still. A lot of the players are still there who got who, who took part of that. Let's try and let's try and put it on the other foot. They know that they're, they're we, we can hurt them. We just all need to, together. They all need together to be out there on that pitch and leave everything out there. And let's hope. Let's fingers crossed. Let's hope this it just starts on Wednesday night. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well said. Fingers crossed. I'd love to see us just scare the crap out of them with pace. Exactly, Jack. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. I, I do. I do. Lucas Welbeck, Alexis, yeah. or something like that. I don't, yeah. He won't do it. But or even like okay. even just or even Ox on the right and and Welbeck on the left or something like that. It'd just be it'd just just kill I'd them love, with pace. Yeah, I love to see what I love to see that. That's what Mark Mark said. He likes to see Welbeck on the left and, and Ox mm. on the right because mm. straight away you've got both of them doing the defensive work as well. You know they're, mm. they're in. But they'll actually absolutely scare the shit out of them on the counter as well. They you know, will, yeah. Still... Welbeck's, Welbeck's got to play for me. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Kind he's... of agree with that as well, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you... he's frightening the life out of them. He's a, he is a fright, yeah. Yeah, I'm getting my bloody um, anorak out here, but I remember him playing against <laughs> the Bayern for Man United and um, and he absolutely terrorised him that night as well at Old Trafford and he did the job for Ferguson that night. I think yep. he was out on the left or right, I can't remember where. But he absolutely ran his ass off, and they couldn't deal with him. They couldn't. They could not deal with him, and and that's the sort of mentality we need that that uh, on, on Wednesday. We need people who are going to just go on and do a job for the team, and and forget about individual stuff. You're just going to do a job for the team, and everyone will follow behind him because Alexis will do it. Alexis will, will close people down. It's the guys behind him. Then you need people with that right mentality because you know Theo, will, Theo, Theo will be like, oh well, do I fancy it? Do I do I really want to no, do it? No. 
But you know, you know, with Ox, he could sub. Okay, he could sub. He would give great sub. Yes, you know, with Ox, well, they will do it. They will do it without thinking, and that's what we need. Yeah, exactly. No, I totally uh, agree, agree too with that. Yeah, I think I think yeah. being first of the ball, winning those fifty fifties, all of that sort of stuff, uh, high intensity, you have to have to. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Um, should we do predictions, Neil? What's your, what's your prediction, mate? Give your score. Oh no, I mean, I'd love to say uh, a clear win, but you, you, we know it's going to be so tough out there, and I've, I don't think I've ever done this, but I'm going to go for a one-all draw. Um, I, I think it's probably the first time ever I'm going to say a, a draw and not a win. But I think if we can get an away goal and keep their tally low, we've got every chance in the second leg. So I'm going to keep my fingers crossed, go for a one-all draw for this one. And I will say, um, do you know what? I want Welbeck to start as well. And I want to say Welbeck. All right, mate. Like it, like it. Uh, Mark, what about you? I'm going to say, uh, I can't say we're going to lose. So that's the problem. But I do I do think it could be 2-1 to them and... Uh, we bring them back and beat them one nil, knock them out. Yeah, so I, I'm, good on. I'm, yes, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say two one, and anything else is a bonus. And uh, and I and I think uh, Alexis will score out there. Okay, like it, uh, Michael. What about you? Um, I am gonna go um, two one to the Arsenal. Um, Oi! Um, yes. That's what I'm going for as well. Okay, I'm loved up this, this this weekend, as you can tell. There's another oh. Valentine's throw in again. Um, yes. I, I'm just going 2 1, and I'll say Welbeck get the first one. Man. Love is in the air. Love it. I like it. I'm, I actually I, I was going to say 2 1 as well. So I'm going to say 2 1. Bloody hell, Jack. Unusual for you, mate. Win, mate. I know. <laughs> I think we're going to go out there and win. And uh, I'm going to go Alexis' first goal scorer. Wow. I think this is it. I think this is it. I think everyone's been going, you know what, we're going to take the piss for six weeks and then wait until Bayern comes along, boys, and we are going to absolutely right. demolish them. And I'm hoping that we turn up. We've got to believe, haven't we? We've got to believe. We've got we to have to. We have now. to. Yeah, we have to. This is our game of the season. You know, we're getting it in is, top four. It is our That's game of the season. we've got to worry about now, really. Just this is yeah. it. This it is, is absolutely can, um, This is it. Huge. Um, can I... Can I give, can I just give a quartet of, uh, just a quick shout out to four, four lads, uh, Mark Martin, Mike Green, um, uh, John Brown, as you mentioned earlier, you asked one of the questions and, uh, Steve, four, four great lads who, who listen to the pod, who, who back up, you know, always, uh, asking questions and getting involved. So I just wanted to give them a, sh- a mention today. Great, great lads. I know them all personally as well. They're really, really nice bunch yeah. of, bunch of lads. So them, and also I just wanted to give, Good old Garth Crooks a shout as well. Oh, just just a, about what a fantastic, what a what is my hero. My hero is old Garth Crooks. You get in there, son, you Shove twat. Oh, wow. You know what he said? He said, you wouldn't get Brian Clough doing what Wenger did. I'm sure I saw Brian Clough he whacked fans. Up. He did. He whacked yeah. fans yeah. on the pitch. Yeah. Like, are you serious going to compare great. Wenger to Brian Clough? Don't even mention him in the same breath yeah. as him. Great, great managers, but he forgot to mention the fact that didn't Ferguson chuck a boot at David Beckham in the dressing room. And yeah. dryer or something? Mm. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, it's a joke. Come he's, on. He's off his head. Keon was looking at him like, are you having a laugh? Keon was going to do him. I tell you, Keon was going to do him. See, I love Martin Keon. We were talking earlier in the week about players, ex-players and the way they should be uh, after, um, you know, after playing for Arsenal to make sure their legacy stays intact. I'm not sure Thierry Henry's even doing it as well as I'd, I'd like to see. Mm, I think you're Keown, right. Keown's bang on. Every time Brilliant. I see Keown, I'm like, love bang it, on. Remember? Yeah, and I remember Frank McClintock, I used to love him speaking on, yep. on Soccer Saturday. He was always, you know, very, you know, um, supportive of Arsenal. Charlie Nicholas, I've always felt was all right. 
He's done, yeah. done quite well. But then you get the players like Alan Smith and uh, Alan, oh, I don't yeah. know if Alan Smith. I can't stand him as a pundit. You've got obviously Stuart Robinson's one of the worst of it. Who else we've uh, got? Um, yeah, 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 just Ian Wright's up and down for me. A bit, yeah, like, yeah, a bit, bit, bit Jekyll and Hyde. Yeah, yeah, a bit up yeah, and down. Some of our ex Arsenal players that are terrible. Yeah, Adams is bad. Yeah, see, and then it, Adam, and Henri's Adam. going. Henri's, he's, I don't know. He's, he's, I'd, I'd rather him not be a pundit at all. I don't want anything to ruin him. But he just and Vieira, yeah. they're, they're all yeah. they're all non non complimentary. Adams and Vieira especially. Yeah, just as much on he, he he tries to make a point, but he, he's a he's a great politician. Because if you see him yesterday, they asked him loads of questions and he didn't answer it. And he just was skirted around the old issue and and then he you know and he just doesn't answer the question. You know, he, and uh, yeah, he's he's uh, I think he's stuck around people like Jamie Carragher, uh, mm. especially. You know, Jesus. Yeah, Merson. Oh God, Merson. What a terrible, terrible bloke. I mean, he's awful, Paul Merson, isn't he? He's so bad. Just because Arsene Wenger got rid of him when he was fat, chunky, and couldn't run. Yeah, he was on 99 goals as well. So I think he's never forgiven him for that. That he he chucked him out when he was on 99 goals for Arsenal. So um, I think that's probably another another thing. He's uh, he's, oh really? Was he not 99? He's 99, wasn't he? Yeah. So he, I think he's he's always had that against him as well. Yeah, yeah. bit personal. Deserved it, deserved <laughs> it. All right, boys, but it's been brilliant. Neil, uh, Neil Michael, Mark, thanks for coming pleasure, on again. There pleasure, you, pleasure, so guys. Always good. Yeah, come on, guys. Night, mate. It's all about crossed. Wednesday, guys. That's it's going to be a good one. I'm, I'm telling you, the next pod's going to be a good one. We're going to be on talking about something really great. I've just got yes. this feeling. Come on, come on, come on, come on, boys. Be positive. Come on, Arsenal. Come on.